Today is Thursday, July 15th, 2021. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we go deep on night one of the Double Kings Royal weekend. We've got an interesting Kyle Larson news piece, plus results from across the country last night. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons, depending on where you consume this. That'll make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, uh, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. The Double Kings Royal Weekend is off and running with last night's Joker's Wild, kicking off the four-race stretch with big money on the line. Last night's 10,000-win show was the standard outlaw format and featured the biggest car count of the season so far at 57. When the night was complete, we were left with a dominating win from Carson Macedo in the feature. He started sixth, was somehow second by the backstretch on the first lap, and leading out of turn four. Brian Brown tried a few times to make it interesting, but the JJR41 was just too strong. Macedo said afterward that he wasn't sure how good they would be for the feature after he went third to sixth in the dash, but Philip Dietz had that thing tuned up and ready to roll. It was Macedo's sixth win of 2021 with the Outlaws and first at Eldora in his career. I mentioned back on the June 15th daily that Macedo had improved dramatically on half-mile racetracks this year, and we're now at five of his six wins this season happening on the bigger speedways. He now has wins in 2021 at Knoxville, Williams Grove, Volusia, and Eldora. If you want to win an outlaw champion uh, championship and be a factor in big money shows, you've got to be good at big tracks, and Macedo is blossoming right before our very eyes. In his last eight outlaw races, Macedo hasn't finished worse than sixth, and that stretch includes five podiums. He's now jumped over Brad Sweet to take over that spot atop the who's hot stat at dirttracker.com analytics. His average finish over the previous five races is 2.8, and over the last 10, it's 5.5. Behind Macedo, it was a very good night for Brian Brown. He recently made a change at the crew chief position on his car, and it appears to be paying off. Longtime team boss Chad Morgan was let go, and Brownie is rolling with his uncle Danny Lasoski going forward. Last night's second-place finish broke a string of five straight outlaw races outside the top 10 for Brownie. David Gravel, Kerry Madsen, and Aaron Reitzel completed last night's top five. A weird story of the night that emerged was a bunch of broken wings. Between top wing sideboards and even some front wings, there were some guys really affected last night. We saw Logan Schuhart have issues, as did Paul McMahon, Ian Madsen, James McFadden, Darren Pittman, and others. The explanation seemed to be that dirt clods from the track were being kicked up and destroying those pieces. And after having issues at the Doty, Kyle Larson was again the victim of mechanical gremlins last night. He slowed to a stop in the final heat race with torque tube problems and was forced to the Knights' B-Main. After a win there, he drove from 21st to 10th to score the Knights' Hard Charger Award in the feature. For Brad Sweet and the championship hunt, Sweet's 11th place finish last night was his first outside the top 10 since June 12th at Knoxville. Macedo chopped 22 points out of his lead with his win, but it's still 120, uh, the gap between first and second. That's about 60 positions. Sweet can afford to have some off nights with as big as that lead has grown to right now. Looking ahead to tonight, the first round of big money is on the line. The winner will take home $175,000 and the title of King the 38th. I have not seen an official release about the format for tonight and Saturday, but you can assume time trials with a six-car invert in heat races We'll then do a C and a B to set the rest of the feature starters. There were some other weird things last time in 2019, including the heat race order kind of being changed around. The starting lineup was set by a revenge draw. I'm not sure if any of that is back this season. The 36th Kings Royal back in 2019 was also a show-up points-only uh, event. 
So I'm going to assume that the 38th and 37th editions we're seeing this week will also be show up points as well. Uh, with last night and Friday night's prelim shows being full points, being as how those are just the standard outlaw format. As for win picks for tonight, I think you're probably looking at the usual suspects. Sweet, Macedo, Gravel, Madsen, Schuhart, Larson. I also think that Brent Marks could be a factor, and Aaron Reitzel was fast last night. Sheldon Shield also has won at Eldora before. If you can't be at Eldora, you can watch all of the action live tonight on Dirt Vision. In some NASCAR news from yesterday, it was announced that Hendrick Motorsports has extended Kyle Larson's contract through the 2023 season. That's not something I'd normally mention on this show, but there was an interesting tidbit in there about Larson's extracurricular racing. Through much of this NASCAR season, Larson has been sponsored by HendrickCars.com, which is notable because initially Hendrick had issues trying to secure sponsorship for Larson. That's not surprising given the initial reasoning behind Larson's Ganassi departure and his issues in 2020. Mr. H, though, decided he was going to run Larson regardless of sponsorship, but in the process, something interesting has happened. Larson's performances have brought a ton of exposure to Hendrick's dealerships, so much so, in fact, that they're not going to seek additional sponsorship for Larson for the next two years. HendrickCars.com will be the main sponsor for the team for 35 races each of the next two seasons. Hendrick's website traffic because of this sponsorship deal is up 27%. Vehicle sales are up 18% and leads up 37%. Those are massive increases. And to extend that exposure with Larson, the release mentions that HendrickCars.com will also back him in all non-NASCAR events as well, including branding on his helmet, gloves, and fire suits. And we've seen that actually play out already this week. The Pulse Silva 57 sprint car had Hendrick on the nosewing at Attica, and it's there at Eldora. I think that's a big endorsement of not only Larson, but his short track endeavors. The attention he garners across the country running sprint cars, late models, and more is valuable enough for a top 10 dealership group with nearly 100 locations to benefit. As fans of dirt racing, that should make you not only proud, but excited for the future prospects of the sport and Kyle Larson. Week 5 for the Summer Nationals officially got underway last night at Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis, and it was more Bobby Pierce and Nick Hoffman domination. Hoffman actually had to work a little bit for his victory last night, starting third and battling with pole setter Tyler Nicely and front row starter Dylan Woodling early on. He would eventually get by Nicely, and Woodling suffered a mechanical failure and was out of the race only five laps in. From there, Hoffman went unchallenged the rest of the way to earn his 13th win in 13 starts this season. Nicely, Dylan Nussbaum, Tem uh, Tommy Shepard Jr., and John DeMoss rounded out the top five. It was Hoffman's 51st career modified Nationals win. The joke on social media lately has been that Hoffman hasn't even needed to use tear-offs as much as he's been out front uh, this season, but that wasn't the case for the whole feature last night. In the late model show, Pierce led all 40 laps to win his 8th held to a race of the season and 35th of his career. That puts him in a tie with Brian Shirley for 4th all-time in Summer Nationals wins. The battle for 2nd behind Pierce was pretty epic though, with Joe Godsey, Spencer Hughes, Tanner English, and Rusty Schlenk all in the mix. They were throwing uh, sliders, they were three wide, guys were threading the needle. Eventually, though, it was Godsey seizing second and taking home his best ever Summer Nationals finish. Hughes finished third, English fourth, and Schlenk was fifth. Hughes continues to be impressive in that PCC Motorsports entry. He's had some really good runs with the Outlaws and Lucas, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him take down a win this season as he gets more comfortable. Both the late models and modifieds are back in action tonight at Thunderbird Raceway in Michigan. You can watch the racing live on Dirt Vision. Last night's USAC Midget event at Solomon Valley was postponed due to rain. Hot laps were just about set to begin when the storm came. They'll try and get that program in tonight before they head to Jefferson County on Friday and Saturday. 
The Short Track Super Series event at Bloomsburg Fair was also affected by weather last night. They had completed 29 laps of the feature but were unable to continue because of rain. Jeff Strunk was declared the winner as he was the leader after those 29 laps. Anthony Perego, Mike Mahaney, Matt Shepard, and Ryan Cratchin completed the top five. Shepard and Perego were tied atop the North Region standings entering the night, so Perego will inch ahead of Shepard following his second place result. The North Region is back in action next Thursday night, July 22nd at Utica, Rome. With the U.S. MTS Modifieds at Casino Speedway last night, Jake O'Neill kept his strong 2021 campaign going with his second straight win and fourth of the year. O'Neill led the final 25 laps of the 40-lapper, topping Dan Ebert, Scott Ward, Dustin Sorensen, and Tyler Davis. Rodney Sanders finished sixth, and points leader Derek Ramirez was 13th. The win for O'Neill uh, sees him move into second in the standings, jumping over Sanders. He's now just three points shy of Ramirez for the championship lead. USMTS Modifieds are back Friday and Saturday night for Mod Wars at Ogilvy Raceway in Minnesota. In Western Sprint Tour action in Oregon last night, Justin Cox finally picked up a win at sunset after finishing second each of the first two nights. The win vaults him to the top of the Speedweek point standings. Tanner Holmes, Corey Day, Colby Copeland, and Drake Studley were the rest of the top five. The Speedweek is off tonight before closing out the week uh, at Cottage Grove on Friday and Saturday. And the season of rainouts continues for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. They were supposed to be at 34 Raceway tonight in Iowa to kick off a three-race weekend, but that show has been canceled because of saturated grounds. The series is still planning to race on Friday at Tri-City Speedway in Illinois and Lucas Oil Speedway on Saturday in Missouri. There are six shows on the streaming schedule for today. The headliner is definitely that Kings Royal on Dirt Vision with the Summer Nationals from Thunderbird also on DV. Flow Racing has Flow 24-7 and Weekly Racing from Kosuth County. Dirt Track Digest has Modifieds and ULMS Late Models from Genesee Speedway. And Speed Sport has Weekly Action from Grand Rapids. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.